exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's okay. do this because I'm afraid I'm going to fade. Okay, no fading. Because right, this no is fading. riveting because I whipped it together in a day. Okay. Yeah. All Get right. Get started. Make the introduction. Say hello. I can't guarantee. Oh, my God. They're half upside down. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, as Chris um, organizes... <laughs> Thank God we're not visible. Thank God nobody can see us. But I'm not ruling out the idea of us going on YouTube's one day. Did I but say YouTube's? <laughs> YouTube's. Don't forget that new app that's coming out. Wait till you oh. see it. Uh huh. Excited. And you and know what? I'm Chris? still trying to find my notes. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. Well, while you do that, oh. I will just say that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today. We laughed and learned. It sounds like a an X-rated show. <laughs> maybe it will be. Maybe it won't be. I never Nobody know what Chris. I never know what Chris is going to talk about. It could be porn. Oh, is be. it porn? Is it? Sorry. Please tell me it's porn. Oh, it's God not, damn. no porn. Okay, it's well. spooky season. It can't be porn. Yeah, but what about spooky porn? <laughs> <laughs> We have a new genre, spooky porn. <laughs> there you go. It's mine. Everybody, I said it first. Okay, spooky tam, tam, porn. Tam, tam. <laughs> All right. So apparently I'm already disappointed. It's the, the topic this week is not spooky porn, but uh, now yeah, I'm disappointed. I didn't think of it. <laughs> it's you're welcome. Okay. That's going to be shoot. By the time it's my time turn to record uh, spooky season will be over. So I'll do like, I'll do Christmas porn or oh, like, no, 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 no Christmas porn. No Christmas. Come porn. on. No. A little bit of a little manger Valentine. porn. <laughs> oh, St. Patrick's Day porn. Oh, St. Patrick's Day porn, green porn, green or red. Oh my God. I think we should, I think we can incorporate porn into every major holiday. <laughs> I do say except for Christmas and Hanukkah. I, I, I'm going to squash that. Every other holiday I'm for. Okay. Well, no, I think that that's where you get really people go. That's where you get going. Oh my, when you... <laughs> oh, oh my God. I just thought of one. What? Decades ago. <laughs> You had sex? I, no. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but I thought of it. I'm like, oh, Thanksgiving porn. Wait a minute. I've seen one involving a turkey. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Hey, that's animal cruelty. It was cooked. If I remember, it, maybe it wasn't cooked, but it was ready to be cooked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't. It, but whoa, that's I just adding. That's yeah, it, adding it, it, pain to punishment. It's like, not only did we kill the turkey, but we had it, we had did porn with it. Well, one last throw for the turkey. What yeah. am I going to say? <laughs> Who am I to say? <laughs> but I, I, that, it, it was similar to American Pie, but it was with a turkey. Oh, for the love of God. Was it, I guess that's, that's, that's the kind of stuffing I could sign up for. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, welcome okay. to Today We Laughed and Learned. Yes, the family-friendly show where you learn stuff that you probably will never, ever need to know in your entire life. You're welcome, people. <laughs> Thanksgiving will never be the same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm looking at it in a whole new light. All right, so let's do this. It's Chris's week. I don't know. Well, all I know is that she's not going to be talking about Halloween porn or spooky porn. Uh, she's going to reveal and... Uh, her topic in about, I don't know, 10 seconds or something like that. But anyway, or we something to thank you guys. like that. 
or something like that. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We really, really, really appreciate it and all the positive feedback we've been getting and the ratings and all that stuff. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And we'll talk about more about where you can find us at the end of this riveting episode. Take it away, my friend. Well, obviously it's riveting because I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> time well, will tell. I know. Well, happy spooky season. By the time this comes out, we're on the last week of spooky season. To be honest, we actually recorded two days ago. Mm-hmm. It was your week. But yep. because I had a spooky episode, we're flipping them. We are. We <laughs> so are. Deb's episode will actually be next week instead because mine falls better into spooky week. However, in the episode in the beginning when we're chat, chat, chatting it up, Deb gets on her soapbox. Now, <laughs> presumably... Everybody listening to this episode, it will wind up listening to next week's episode. So now you'll understand what I'm talking about. There's a short segment where Deb will not complain. I would say highlight an issue. Okay. Highlight. That's a nice. (laughs) No, you, what you, you, you said was perfectly fine and perfectly normal. You know, it was a good response to what I said in last week's episode, which was Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I said Americans spent $9.1 billion on candy. I still can't listen to that number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, after that, you you weren't thrilled over the number. You're like, that's way too much for everyone to spend. We should donate it. Yeah, da, da. And I walked away mm-hmm. from it going, you know, people do donate a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I was not irritated, but it, it kind of, I had to go back and listen to it again because it kind of bothered me. I'm like, that's saying that people aren't donating. They're just being selfish and just buying it all on candy. Well, no, I, I did say, like- I did say though, to be fair, yeah, that yep. I know that a, a lot of the people who are spending that money are also contributing to charities and doing their part, but I just still just couldn't get over that number. Uh, that it Which was I went back Halloween. and I heard it and I realized I was wrong. <laughs> oh, yay, yay. No, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, that, like I said, it was sitting with me wrong because we had done the whole episode and when I went back to edit, I'm like, okay, no, she was just saying that maybe if we took some more of that money and put it towards yeah. charity, it would be nice. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, I need to address that before because I'll, by the time I record again, it'll be a while. So, I'm just going to re- mm-hmm. address it now. And when you hear the episode, you'll remember these words. So, I went back and double checked, and it was $9.1 billion on Halloween itself, not just on candy. So, we're talking decorations, costumes that run anywhere from $50 to $70 a piece. And, um, well, they said cards, which who sends a card anymore? Uh, yeah. Decorations, costumes, candy, et cetera. 9.1 billion but there were uh, some other sites that said 6.3 billion one said 3.1 one said 10.3 so <laughs> it's just a big 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 range as to whoever says it mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. again i had said it was on candy and it was not it was on all of halloween which i mean i'm guilty not guilty we enjoy it and we spend some yeah. money on it i mean yeah. we spend a few hundred dollars every year on it i've got three kids it's a lot of money in costumes and candy and yeah you know and school stuff and everything else yeah so the 9.1 billion isn't a solid number. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, well, she was concerned over, you know, if what if we donate more? So I decided to look into how much Americans donate to charity every year. Mm-hmm. And in 2021, now I'm going to say that this does not cover every single charity in the world because it's probably only the ones underneath that certain tax code. Right. It said in 2021, 484.2. Uh, 25 billion dollars were given uh to charities according to the national philanthropy trust so they gave more than the (laughs) 9.1 they gave almost 500 billion 
to charities. My thing is, where does this money go? Why Mm. does it seem like, you know, the, the, the hungry are still hungry. The homeless are still homeless. The, you know, what, where is $500 billion per year? I know. Going. I know. I know. I know. It's got to be going. I mean, it's, I don't know if the problem in the world is so big that even $500 billion doesn't make a a big enough dent in it, or if, you know, the money's just not getting where it's supposed to go. Probably a little bit of both. I'm saying it's probably weighing heavily on the not going where you would like it to go, you know, and they chalk it up to, you know, administrative and this and that and this and that. So the 9.1 billion or the 6.3 billion or whichever number you're going to take isn't going to add much to the already 500 (laughs) billion that Americans uh, sink into, which goes up every year, Mm -hmm. especially since 2020, the amount of money people are charity. So although I understand what you were saying, I say, mm-hmm. spend your money, have a little bit of fun and keep donating to charities, which is really what you said, but I just want exactly, to, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to set the record. I guess I just wanted to make sure you understood that there was a very, very large amount of money going to charities. And my thing for ages has always been, I just don't believe this money is going where it's supposed to go. I walk into every store. Would you like to round up for the charity? Mm-hmm. What charity? Who's it going to? How, mm-hmm. What's the percentage going to these people? What do you mean, you know, round up for charity? What charity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there are a lot of ways. Anyway, we don't have to get super deep into mm-hmm. this. But um, yes, and you're right. I, I did I did acknowledge that, you know, <laughs> a lot of people you did. who spend you did. money. I, I had <laughs> just forgotten about, I because of the podcast and everything, I didn't hear it the way that you had said it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, being kooky and everything, it just kind of transformed <laughs> to something else. So I was glad when I went back that I was like, okay, well, we're not going to take it out because she was very nice about it. I just took yeah. it the wrong way. I was being kooky. Okay. So that was it. All right. Okay. Perfect. So, Deb, once again, I need to say the podcasters out there have really covered Halloween. Mm-hmm. I personally say forget Netflix. Hit Good Pod, Spotify, Apple, whatever. They got you covered. That being said, I want to make a quick shout out to two very good podcasts that I listened to this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, lo- there's one, which I mentioned before, I want to shout out to, um, everyone, but obviously we don't have time to do that. Yeah. Uh, but chi- Oh, excuse me. I just choked on my words. Chime and <laughs> podcast, which I had mentioned yes. last week or the week before mm-hmm. they've released their second part of the Salem witch trials. This one is oh, about the, s- right, right, yeah, the yeah. Salem hauntings and it right, was right, really right. good. Oh, good. Uh, okay, after so give the- that a listen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! After the chaos of Halloween, I'm gonna hit Salem and because uh, they actually dropped a few good hauntings that I haven't, I didn't know before. So I need okay. to go back and see it. Okay. So it did not dis- disappoint. Go back and listen to Chime and podcast, and then there was another one that was very entertaining. Um, this one is called All Hallows Eve podcast. This is all mm-hmm. spooky stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I just listened to their one on the old Charleston j- jail. It was really good. Um, Kathy and Jason did a very good job telling the story. So I recommend it for you to check that out. They're everywhere. Amazing. Okay. Sorry. What was the name? Oh, All Hallows Eve. Yep. Right. Okay. Amazing. It reminds me of the haunted, um, jail that was turned into a hostel in Ottawa when I talked about Ottawa. Exactly. I had to to put (gasps) Canada in there somewhere. Did you go there? (laughs) I did go. (laughs) Did I send you pictures? I think you did. (laughs) Now thinking back, I think you did send me a picture. (laughs) Yeah, she did. Good job. 
Yes. Just like I sent you one of the molasses flood um, yeah, sign that I couldn't find, had to lie on the ground to take a picture with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so I would say we're about 10 minutes in. So it's a good time for my story. Yes. Um, <laughs> I felt like this one fell under Halloween and I'm 99.9% sure you know nothing about it, Deb. <laughs> That's, well, there are a lot of things I don't know anything about, so I still don't know what you're going to be talking about. Oh, it's that one thing that I know nothing about. How did you find it? It wasn't easy, but I think I found it. I have a lot of gaps. <laughs> Not anymore. All right. All right. Give her. All right. I want to tell you about America's preeminent experts on spirits and demonology. Oh, I love that stuff. So maybe you do know. I'm talking about Ed and Lorraine Warren. I feel like I maybe have heard of them. But anyway, carry on and I'll let you know. Okay, okay. Those two names are synonymous with paranormal investigation. Right. So have you ever seen the movie The Conjuring? Nope. Okay, to be honest, I haven't either. But that's <laughs> because I just thought it was your basic horror movie and I... Haven't been to horror movies since I was like 14. Which was oh, a while I, ago. <laughs> I could never watch them. I just, I still have like trauma from any that I did watch when I was younger. So I just <laughs> avoided them. <laughs> well, okay. Well, evidently, uh, that whole Conjuring movie series is based on our, well, they're all based on Ed and Lorraine okay. and their investigations. Okay. Oh, I feel like I saw something about this, but I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. Well, that's good because it's spooky season. Yeah. And it's our podcast and you should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Ed is a self-taught demonologist and a devout Roman Catholic. And Lorraine has her own talents too. She mm -hmm. is clairvoyant and a light trance medium. Okay. Um, Ed was born September of, two, of 2000, yeah, 1926, uh -huh. uh, and he has said his interest in haunted houses and the paranormal came out of the fact that when he grew up, he lived in a haunted house. Ooh. Now, I know. Now, he claims around the age of five, he saw an apparition. It started out as a tiny dot of light, and it grew and grew and grew until it transitioned to his landlady. Oh, God. By the way, she had died about a year earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh so after that there was always activity usually around two three in the morning doors would open and close it'd be pounding rapping footsteps uh he even would dream of relatives he'd have never met before including an aunt that he would eventually sorry he had an aunt that he dreamt about that he had never met and this aunt told him that he would eventually work with priests huh however he would not become a priest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very now Lorraine specific. I know <laughs> our friend Lorraine she was born in June of 1927 and around the age of nine she would see these auras around people mm. but she assumed everybody else saw it too oh. she didn't know it was something different yeah and then at age 12 on Arbor Day come on Deb okay. when's Arbor Day no idea is that after Saturday Arbor Day is a a celebration of the trees. And oh, it happens once a year. Okay, I know that Arbor is tree in French. That's all I know. Oh, sure. Uh, Flash your French it, around. 
Arbor Day. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey. Yeah. I I laughed and learned. Well, yes and no, because I never looked up when the date of Arbor Day is, and I evidently never celebrate Arbor Day. I do know it exists. (laughs) Well, we all know you celebrate Halloween. Oh, yeah, I certainly do. Uh, (laughs) And I spend a lot of money on it. No, but it must be in the spring because people plant trees. So you wouldn't do that in the fall, right? Probably not. Maybe in the winter when the ground is rock hard. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so at the age of 12 on Arbor Day, her class in school had planted a sapling. But when Lorraine looked at it, she saw a full-grown tree swaying in the breeze. Oh. Well, the nun of the school sternly looked at her and said, what are you staring at? And Lorraine told her, um... And Lorraine told her about the tree, and the nun replied ever so nicely, What are you, looking at the future? Oh. And Lorraine replied, I guess I am. Oh. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they both grew up in Connecticut and met each other in 1944. Ed worked at the Colonial Theater in Bridgeport, Connecticut as an usher, and Lorraine would see him when she went to the movies with her mom. And at 16, they began dating. However, World War II broke out, and Ed, oh. at the age of 17 years old, joined the Navy. Oh, God. Wow. He was, yeah, well, he was active for a full four months. Oh. <laughs> when the ship he was on collided with an oil tanker, God. which caught on fire, and all the sailors had to jump into the icy waters, and the ship sank to the bottom of the North Atlantic. Wow. I know. Because of this, Ed was given a 30-day survivor's leave. Mm -hmm. And during this time, Ed and Lorraine decided to get married. So when the war came to an end, they needed to get to work, right? Mm -hmm. They both had an interest in painting, so they figured they would be artists. Okay. Um, Because Ed painted landscapes, and Lorraine decided to teach art classes. Okay. Now, during their free time, they would drive around, and they would find houses that looked kind of haunted. So to feed their interest in the paranormal... Um, Ed would paint a portrait of the house and then Lorraine would go to the door and offer to either sell them the painting or give them the painting in exchange for details about the house and then let them investigate any hauntings. Uh, So they say Lorraine would use her clairvoyance to speak to the spirits and see what they wanted with the people in the house. Mm. So come 1951, the couple welcomes their only child, Judy, and Ed decides to enroll in art school. But then by 1952, Ed drops out of school and the couple travel around New England, opening up little pop-up shops to sell his paintings. Hmm. And here we thought pop-up charts were a new thing. Yeah. (laughs) Ed probably saw it like in the future and then brought it to the the present. He wasn't clairvoyant. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to follow along, but I'm, I'm too scared. (laughs) It is spooky season. So in 1952, It is also the year that they created or founded the New England Society for Psychic Research or the NESPR. It just rolls off your tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they created this to document all of their hauntings that they've investigated. Hmm. So, you know, it's still going today. Really? Yeah. And although Ed and Lorraine have both passed, their son-in-law, Tony Sparrow, runs it. Mm Mm-hmm. It is considered New England's oldest ghost hunting organization to date. And according to their website, TonySparrow.com, which I, uh, right, I'm sorry. 
See, I mean, I'm sorry, but Tony Sparrow, you couldn't come up with something not named after yourself. Who's going to look up Tony Sparrow in relation to uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren or the New England Society of Psychic Research? Exactly. I think that maybe you had to be clairvoyant to figure out that that might be the website. Sorry, is it Tony Sparrow or Spera? Spera. S-P-E-R-A. Gotcha. Still doesn't Although, help. No, I just <laughs> looked up, I, I looked up um, N-E-S-P-R and came up with it. <laughs> what about R-E-S-P-E-C-T? Find out what it means to me. <laughs> You found the website. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so according to Tony Sparrow's website, uh, they carry on the exploration and investigation of paranormal and demonic entities, which was initiated by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, uh, they are actively, they do actively still do investigations and document the paranormal and psychic activity around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, They host events and they're Mm -hmm. available for speaking engagements, lectures, and appearances. Mm-hmm. Now, what's great about their website is a they have ca- they have case files that you can read from their biggest cases. Wow! Yeah, it's really cool. You should go on it. it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy reading. Like it's not it's not complex. It's like reading a story. They're they're really good. So you, people with the attention span like ours of a can, flea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, or a gnat. <laughs> yes. Um, can, uh, God, well, it's not <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Okay, Christmas is coming. And I just wanted to say that because they also have a membership program for everyone. But they do claim it's an excellent resource if you are thinking of becoming an investigator. Oh, my God. Uh, there's there's three levels to this membership. It's a monthly membership fee of either $3, $5, or $25. Okay. I'm quite tempted. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I really am. I know the three dollars not going to get me much, but I like the three dollars won't hurt. You know, when I forget to, you know, cancel it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go for it. I support you. Thank you. So anyway, uh, Ed and Lorraine got their big break somewhere around 1971. Mm-hmm. You see, in 1970, a woman bought an antique raggedy end doll and gave it as a birthday gift to their daughter Donna, who was graduating nursing school. Now she had a roommate named Angie. After a couple of days of bringing the doll home, the girls noticed the doll seemed to change positions. Oh. And, and then she would just show up in different parts of the apartment. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes the doll was sitting with its arms crossed or its legs crossed and sometimes standing on its feet. Oh you know, Lord. the usual. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Then after a few weeks, they find child's handwriting on parchment paper. Which, by the way, it took some thinking. I'm like thinking of parchment paper being like, which bake on <laughs> oh, in the kitchen, <laughs> like baking paper. Right. I think they mean more like the old paper they used to use, the old part, you know, that thick paper that was called parchment yeah. paper they used in the old times. I think that's really what they meant. <laughs> so something between bark and the paper we use today. Correct. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> so on this... Uh, so on this uh, parchment paper, they had child's handwriting. It said, uh, uh, help us. Oh. But again, these people didn't have this parchment paper. Right. So at this point, now things are going to get weird. Oh, now <laughs> things are going to get weird because I'm already like, I, please, you need to understand that I, I can't like, I'm fascinated by scary stuff, but it scares me. 
<laughs> it really does. Okay. Uh, I will say uh, this Raggedy Ann doll was not like the, did you have a Raggedy Ann? Yes, I think so. Was there yeah, a Raggedy I, Boy? Yes, Andy. <laughs> yeah, good old Raggedy Boy. You got the generic one. <laughs> oh my you got the Oops. discount one. I couldn't remember what the counterpart to Raggedy Ann was because there's no way who would ever think it would be Raggedy Andy. I mean, I, what kind of, like, it's a stretch. They just pulled that out of the air, didn't they? <laughs> okay. Anyway, carry anyway, on. But this Raggedy Ann was not, was not Robert size. Okay. Hey, Robert. Okay. What size It was not was Robert size. She was one of those bigger ones, like, Almost child size, you know. It was like a big doll. I, I, I picture it to be like a my buddy. Do you remember my buddy from the eighties? No, my buddy, my oh, okay. buddy. Please stop. Please stop. It was singing. a toy. Actually, I think it was the nineties. It was a, it was a toy. It was a toy for I think boys. It was called my buddy. It was a doll, and it was stood quite high. Anyway, so it was a big raggedy Ann. So I don't think I want to see this big Raggedy Ann standing in a room. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, no, and not moving around and writing on parchment paper. Yeah. So one day, um, our friend Donna, she found blood on the doll. Oh, my God. I know. And this is when she decided to contact a medium. Her um, mom. No, just a medium. Wait a second. Oh, I thought Donna was the daughter of, sorry, of the um, paranormal couple. But that's no, no, Judy. No. Okay, right. sorry. Sorry. No, no. This was just a woman who bought a doll in an antique store. <laughs> But the medium was not that woman. The medium okay. was a medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she okay. contacted the medium and the medium had a seance. And she revealed that the doll's name was Annabelle Higgins. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Go I knew on. you'd know that. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I mean, I, I haven't lived under a rock, but pretty close. <laughs> but yeah. And <gasps> no way. Okay. Go yeah. on. So this Annabelle Higgins, she died in a field where the the building they were living in stands now when she was seven years old. And this girl told the medium she wanted to stay with the girls and be loved. Okay. There's a doll. uh, Heads up, Deb. There's a doll that's moving around your house. Don't invite it in. (laughs) Except uh, Robert, he's different. He's adorable and he's sweet. And we have a loving relationship. He didn't wake up one day, move around the house and say, can I stay here? I know, know, but I'm just thinking that, um, you know, she's she's a spirit. She has some unresolved trauma in some previous lives that, you know, who are we to turn her away and say, no, you scare us? Well, because she was lying. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Don't withhold important (laughs) facts. Okay. God. And you and the way you yelled really scared me. Stop <laughs> screaming. It was time to make you understand that we don't invite spirits into the house and say, sure, welcome, come on in, because you don't know what kind of entity they are. They can play tricks on you. They don't necessarily be as sweet and kind as they are. Hmm. And that is the case with this one. Okay. Uh, shortly after they invited this lovely little girl in, uh, their friend Lou, who has been around the house since Raggedy Ann was brought in. Um, okay. He said he never liked that doll. Mm. One night he was sleeping over and he woke up to Annabelle crawling up his legs and onto his chest and tried <gasps> to strangle him. <gasps> oh my God. I just, <laughs> did you hear my chair? Yes. Creak? You did? I, do, you, do you, or do you not picture 
Raggedy oh. Ann crawling up his legs right now. Isn't that just the creepiest thing you see? It is that I can feel it. I am like paralyzed in my chair right now. <laughs> I, oh again, I assume have you have never seen the movie Annabelle. I haven't either. No, <laughs> no way. No way. I like sleeping at night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then there was another time. I just, I just got that like five minutes later. <laughs> you are sleeping at my house a week from now. You better be polite and nice or I'm not taking I mean, you to the airport. I, I mean, I know, Deb. I, I'd love to let you sleep. Thank Full you. four hours you're going to get. Anyway, <laughs> so there was another time they'd heard some noise in a room. So he went in to investigate and the doll had flopped on the floor mm-hmm. and he turned around and the door shut and he turned back to the dolly and ended up with seven claw marks across his chest. Oh my God. So wait a second. That Did she use like two hands and three fingers didn't make contact, so only seven fingers were left over to have leave claw marks? <laughs> or does she have one hand with seven okay. fingers? I want you to think back to your Raggedy Ann doll. And now, I had one, which I'm pretty sure my mother made, but back then, I'm sure the Raggedy Ann doll, being a rag doll, had, like, mittens for hands. It didn't actually have <laughs> fingers. Okay? <laughs> so from this, we're going to surmise that something was... Possessing the doll, the demon came out and scratched the chest. I think I need to take you step by step here. <laughs> I apparently because I'm really stuck on those seven fingers. It's like as I, if this I don't, doll isn't scary like enough. Five was five was fine, but seven's going overboard, and now things are getting weird. <laughs> well, what was really weird was the idea of her using both hands, ten fingers, and inexplicably three of the fingers just not. <laughs> Especially when she had mittens for hands. <laughs> so she had to take off her mittens first. Oh my God. Oh my God. What if those What if those were knuckle marks? What if her knuckles well, they were, were bleeding. sharp? Oh, you mean like uh what was it? Where uh yeah. not <laughs> Thor, the other one. <laughs> don't don't ask me to reference anything. I know nothing. who's who's the one with the werewolf kind of thing you know oh it's yeah you know you mean um jack uh uh, hugh jackman or jack human (laughs) (laughs) he's not the human king (laughs) but yes that one oh you know the nine i know Okay. I know. Why can't I remember the name? Oh my god! Anyway, because it's tragic. ten o'clock at night, and I've turned off this recording twice on us. <laughs> okay, yes, it's all Raggedy Ann's fault. What god. the hell? What Hugh oh, Jackman? He yeah. was or Jack Human? <laughs> the king um, of human. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, okay, it's really bugging me. But anyway, okay. Anyway, carry you know, on. You have a friend. His name is Google. You have a hand. You can look it up. <laughs> I'm the one with I the have- notes. Yeah, I've only got the five <laughs> fingers, though. Oh, and thanks for taking that notebook. I see lots of note-taking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to... I didn't have a coaster for my glass of wine, so I decided <laughs> to use my notebook. Oh. Okay. Um, okay, so seven claw marks took off the mittens. We know all that. Now, now Donna's thinking, hmm, demon maybe? Oh, now she's thinking demon. Mm-hmm. Well, things are getting weird now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, so, now. Exactly. So she contacts Wolverine. Wolverine. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
if it means anything, people have been screaming at their phones for like 20 minutes going, you guys are idiots. They be laughing. Oh, my- Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, um, and I did reference it. Annabelle was not Wolverine. Ooh, imagine if there was like if they got together like in crossover. Some movie. Ooh, that could that like could what be Scooby Doo. That could be like a spooky porn movie, like we were oh, talking oh about. Oh no, it's a little, it's a little lady and doll and spooky porn. Deb, wait a second. You've been telling about how demonic she is and how horrible she is. And now, yeah, she's a little doll. She can't do porn. <laughs> That's a tone I've never heard out of you. <laughs> Ever. Oh, my God. Speaking I'm of dying. possessed people. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my God. We might, note, note to selves, never record at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, the, the only the two of us are finding this funny, right? <laughs> yeah, everyone else has turned us off. It's really not an issue. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's let her rip. All right. So Don is called Father Hegan at the Episcopal Church. Well, evidently this isn't in his wheelhouse. So he called Father Cook. And Father Cook decided to call the Warrens. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like, and really was that an important detail in this? <laughs> yes, because it's so, so funny. This guy's like, no, 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 and the other one's like, no, no, no. Uh, Isn't true. it the priest is supposed to come in and be like, yay? <laughs> yes. Like, no, thank you. Oh God. Okay. When in doubt, call the Warrens. <laughs> exactly. Wolverine. So, ex- <laughs> well, now we know Sorry, the name okay, of okay. our episode. Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> some investigation. So. uh after some investigation, the Warrens concluded that the doll was not possessed. Do you see? That's what I was saying. Well, because I'm sure you know that evidently oh. spirits cannot possess inanimate objects. Obviously. But it was simply being manipulated by an inhumane presence. I really got confused over this. I'll be Why? honest. And I'm going to read it to you. It's crystal clear to me. <laughs> I'm totally so, kidding. So I guess a spirit can attach to a place or an object... And yet, earlier it said, but not an inanimate object. So no. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think well, it's a lot. I think what it is, it, it can sit in there, but it can't technically what they would call possess it. So I don't know. Maybe, but anyway, it was looking for a human host. <laughs> because, you know, maybe the key word here is inanimate. Like maybe if it had been the cartoon version... Oh. If we had an animated, oh wait, if Reagan an animated... would be. She was a toy, so maybe she's not an inanimate. That's <laughs> right. If she had animated, been, like, if she had been moving pictures, then I'm sure the spirits would have just jumped right on her. Uh, <laughs> not, not in a spooky porn kind yeah, she's of way. In a spooky porn way. Uh, okay, so they were looking for a human host. Um, so basically, what happened is the demon played nice at the seance, and so the girl said, "Yeah, come on in." They learned it wasn't such a good idea. That would be the- me. That would be me at the seance. <laughs> um, yeah, come obviously. on. <laughs> so the Warrens decided to have the father, Father Cook, who was not excited over this, by the way. He had to. They had him recite an exorcism blessing, which was about like seven pages long, to clean the apartment. Mm-hmm. It, but they did say he wasn't too happy about doing it. <laughs> Some you old. see, this is the thing. I think that when you, if you don't say it like you mean it, 
I don't think it's going <laughs> to It's going to work. Well, you know what? I think you're right because <laughs> Wait a second, you're going to love this. So, after they cleansed the apartment and everything, the girls begged the Warrens not to leave the doll in the house. So the Warrens took the doll home. I personally feel like they were they were like, "Oh, we're going to use this to show everybody when we do our lectures and stuff." Mm, maybe <laughs> you know i really think there was a monetary reason why they agreed to it um and i don't know how much they really believed what they did was right because when ed got in the car he put the doll in the back seat but he decided on that off chance oh, God. <laughs> that this this entity had not left the doll mm-hmm. <laughs> uh he was not going to drive on the freeway because he was afraid something would happen to the car and he'd crash at a high speed okay. so he took the long way home and according to him, at every turn, every time the car would have to make a turn or, mm-hmm. you know, go around a uh, bend, the car mm-hmm. would just stall. And that would cause him to lose his power steering and his brakes. Really? That's what he said. Was um, Raggedy Ann strapped in, I wonder? She was strapped in, but she was not happy. <laughs> mm, I don't blame her. <clears throat> Uh, so finally, at some point when he could, he reached back into, and they sped his, they actually said, into slapped her. <laughs> no, no, he didn't slap her. Well, close. He reached into his black bag, which I don't know why we had to announce it was a black bag. Yeah. <laughs> he grabbed out his, his, um, bottle of holy water, which one carries with them in their black bag. Of and he course. doused the doll with the holy oh. water. And made a cross while he's driving, evidently. I'm really <laughs> thinking this is a safety issue. Okay, so you know those like <laughs> um, those lit up signs on the freeway that say don't text and drive? Like, yeah, <laughs> don't douse and drive. Don't, don't, don't exercise a demon and drive. The doll in the backseat <laughs> of your car with holy water taken from your black bag while you drive. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, can, we, can we go home? No. <laughs> I just want you to say next time you get in the car, check for any little dolls in the backseat. Not except for Robert. I just want to say that Robert I would know. never do that. He's in a category so, all on his own. He is. He's my favorite little baby boy. Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell my kids that. <laughs> so finally at one point he oh, I said he reached about doused the doll. Yeah. yeah so yeah. once the doll was home, he took it and put it in his office chair. And Ed claims that he saw it levitate many times and it would move mm-hmm. around the house. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then he'd have a guest when he had guests or company or whatever, and they'd kind of make fun of the dolls. They always had an issue with their car or motorcycle Mm -hmm. driving home. There were accidents. Every time they dissed the doll, they would get into an accident. Well, I learned the hard way with Robert how that could go. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) So I have no comment on that whatsoever. (laughs) So eventually, Anna... Uh, Annabelle ended up in a big glass case in a muse- in a museum that they opened up in the eighties and had a uh, under no sa- circumstances do you break the glass sign. Wow. Yeah, I don't think she was probably too happy over that. Just saying. Yeah, I, I just can't believe that put an end to all this, did it? Uh, supposedly. So anyway, after this, many more cases came their way. They lectured, they taught classes, made appearances, wrote books, journals, you name it, they did it. What's fascinating is that they are said to have never charged for their investigations, only Hmm. travel fees. Because they made so much money from everything else. I mean, think about every investigation. They probably wrote a book or they lectured about it or they made appearances on TV and everywhere else, you know? I mean, Hmm. look what they did with Annabelle. Yeah. movie. What they did with The Conjuring Story. They made a movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, when was the first Annabelle movie? 
yeah anyway like recently oh, oh okay it, it is yeah no i don't remember it's not that old it's not okay. that old right right but okay uh uh <clears throat> so here's some of the other not all of them obviously uh some very famous cases they had they've investigated which i'm sure you've heard of some of them mm-hmm. or not one for sure this was my first this was probably my first real horror knowledge of horror movies and films and paranormal remember my sister had the book the Amity, Amityville Horror <gasps> or Amityville. I can't even hear that name without freaking out. Like can you not picture the house? The, I can like, picture the house. And I had a friend who lived sort of out in the woods. I swear to God, she had lived in the same shaped house. It was oh, so creepy. And of course, I slept over there, of course, because I just, you know, we had to make sure I would grow up with trauma. <laughs> so you know beyond medication what, you know what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger or yeah anyway okay. so amityville amityville it's a famous movie and yeah. book about the lutz family uh mm-hmm. they moved into the home where robert defoe was charged with killing six of his family members God. and within 28 days of them moving in they needed to move out i'm not going to go deep into it i mean all these stories right. they're you know episodes to themselves so yeah. when the Warrens were called in about 28, 20 days after they moved out, mm-hmm. uh, the Warrens concluded that the house was on a Shinnecock Indian ground mm-hmm. in a spot uh, that housed sick people. Mm-hmm. And these energies, they say, have impacted both the Defoe's and the Lutzes. Lutzes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? By the way, small mm-hmm. note to this. Um, even though Robert Defoe was convicted... Of all six murders, no one has ever really had solid evidence to explain how one person killed six family members at 3.15 in the morning with no one hearing any gunshots. Maybe he stabbed them. (laughs) Okay. You know, the police would know the difference between a gunshot wound and a stabbing. (laughs) Pretty sure. Well, what they're okay. saying is, is, was it him or was it, because remember these, if you remember the movie at all. No. You know, the, I blocked okay, it out but, of my memory. <laughs> well, it was some, they were some pretty violent entities in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, here's some other famous ones. Uh, one is called the Enfield Poltergeist. Uh, one is Arn Johnson. That's the one featured in The Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. Uh there's the uh, Snedecker House, the Smurl Family, Union um, Cemetery, and many, many others. All of okay. which you can find a thousand podcasts on each one of these. Okie dokie. And you can find them in the case files on that uh, website. Okie dokie. But of course, the other one is the Perrin Family. And this is, their case is known as The Conjuring. This is what they okay. made the movie out of them. <sighs> now, this one, if you've seen the movie, you know it. If you've listened to any paranormal or true crime podcast, I can't say that, but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Crew crime. You've heard of it. Some point it's come up. Mm-hmm. If you watch Sam and Colby on YouTube, you know it. They've been there twice. Mm. Quite honestly, two of their best videos. Really? Uh, and I've been there. Of course. Only to the outside. <laughs> well, it took place in Harrisville, Rhode Island. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I happened to go there and they happened to have just resold the house. So it was under uh, construction, which Uh, no entity likes construction, by the way. But there was barbed wire, all these do not enter signs because everybody drives up to take pictures, you know? Oh, my God. So even in the daylight, I'll tell you, it was a creepy looking house. And uh, anyway, 
So I drove up there last year. I took some pictures and started to drive away. And as I pulled away, <gasps> my car felt funny. And one of my tires was going flat. Are you serious? Dead serious. So of course I very calmly said, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, God. Because it's not actually, it's, it's not like in a very populated area. Your next gas station is the distance up. But I pulled over and I looked and one tire was going flat. I'm sure. So I found a oh gas station. Couldn't find a hole in the tire. <gasps> Filled the tire and it never went flat again. Just saying. Oh my God. <laughs> that, and that's you talking. That's your story. That's that was my story because you... <gasps> oh I, I had gone there because my daughter had seen she's a sam and colby fan and she had seen the movie several times so i like let me go take a picture of the house for her, you know oh my god and then i said <laughs> yeah so um Amazing. anyway i don't think i can give it justice because you need a really it, it's a very interesting lot of details in the uh mm -hmm. in the story so mm -hmm. that's an episode all by itself yeah so yeah. i suggest strongly strongly watch the conjuring mm -hmm. uh find one yep. of the podcasts or watch sam and colby they all tell the story uh, or go mm -hmm. to TonySparrow.com, like I said, and look under the case mm -hmm. files. It's there for a quick version right. of it. It's, it's actually really interesting. You should read it. It's, it's crazy. This is the thing, like I was saying in the beginning, honestly, I find all of this stuff super fascinating. Like I love the stories, but I just get too scared. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the stories. I love to go see it. I love ghost hunting yeah. and all that. I love it all. I know. And I love like creepy documentaries. I, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated by all that stuff, but I just, I have to protect my, my mental health. <laughs> so. I, I can't watch, I seriously cannot watch like horror movies anymore. Or, uh, uh, like, no, like I used to watch them all when I was younger. It didn't bother me at all, but now I can't. Those things bother yeah. me. Now. Probably because once you have kids, you can kind of like it changes your perception of a lot of things too. I guess. And I feel, but sometimes I think that like psychological thrillers are even worse than like slat, like slasher movies well, don't yeah. bother me. If it's just blood, I don't care. Um, but with stuff that like plays with my mind when my mind uh, already has issues, I just I can't handle that. Well, I don't, like I said, I don't really watch them now, which is what I thought The Conjuring was. I thought it was another one of those psychological kind of things. Cause it seems like that's what most of the horrors are coming out yeah. now. Like this new one, Smile. No, never heard of it. Oh, it's. I yeah the kids have seen it. it's like i said it seems like they're all like more psychological than they are slasher i grew up in the 80s yeah. everything was a slasher film exactly yeah <laughs> I mean, you just got used to it you start to root for the guy you know yeah exactly Or <laughs> wonder what he looked like under his mask i know sorry I know. but then you didn't want to know because that would ruin it i know all right so like i've said before the world is really looking to warrants for all things unexplained hmm uh okay so now for some fun facts like i said i didn't want to go deep into their stories because that's a whole different thing this was just about the warrens and how they yeah. became world famous paranormal investigators yeah so some fun facts about ed and lorraine warren well ed is a self-taught demonologist you know the study of demons yeah uh -huh. um obviously self-taught because he actually never went to seminary he went to art mm -hmm. school evidently if you're gonna learn about demons you go to seminary Kind of makes sense. Totally makes sense, but I I never thought of that. Obviously, okay. Well, there's a rabbit hole that you can go down, and oh, you God, realize please. that you can actually study demonology online. Really? Yeah, you can get. I I found there are many places to go, but this one site I didn't even write down which one it was. You can look for it if yourself if you're interested in demonology. I'm mm -hmm. kind of leaning towards it because I think they had a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, uh, know, you can get. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just gonna say it's like, what's the definition of a demon? 
Like maybe <clears throat> in this crazy world, don't we need like saints and demons to find any kind of balance, any kind of like, you know, the struggle between good and evil. Don't we all have saints and demons in us already? Or we- you could get certified <laughs> in demonology for $42. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> now, this course has an introduction course. <laughs> It is followed by four courses on demons, one course on protection from demons. It's a good one to take. One for summoning demons. It's a good thing they had the protection first and then the summoning second. And exorcism. And of course, you have a final exam. Now, this sounds like you're going to take months and months and months to learn, right? And a good deal for 42 bucks. Sure is, Chris. Yeah, but (gasps) evidently it takes about 3.4 hours to complete. (laughs) 3.4. What's 0.4 of an hour? Yeah, point four of it. I just, I just got. <laughs> Sorry, I don't right. know. Okay, whatever. Uh, um, Three point four hours. It's summoning, uh, protecting. <laughs> it's like I find, I find summoning and protecting a little bit counterintuitive. It's like, it, why don't you just avoid the whole thing? Don't summon, so you don't have to listen. Protect, it's story. a course in demonology. You need to know every aspect of demonology, and that means summoning and protecting yourself from them. I have told you to stop yelling. <laughs> You're Please. upsetting me. <laughs> Am I conjuring you? <laughs> I don't know, but it's late and my wine is emptying. Okay, hurry. <laughs> All right. Number two. If you watch um, any of The Conjuring Empire, it centers around Lorraine and Ed's love story. Okay, you might find this a little disturbing and trigger warning for... I don't know what to say, but it's a trigger warning for those with an... For everybody uh, just... <laughs> Just, just, just in general, stop. If, you, if you're human, it's a trigger warning. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Can I leave? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so anyway, the love story might be a bit of a stretch because it has come out that Ed was sexually and romantically involved with a woman for 40 years. And not only did Lorraine know about it, mm-hmm. this woman lived in their house. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this relationship began when the girl was 15 Ooh, i mean because the polyamorous aspect of it is you know yeah i don't on think the uh, ta- oh. yeah, lorraine wasn't involved in it this was just ed and her okay 40, 15 yeah. oh my yeah. god Jeez. uh if that wasn't bad enough the woman oh. said that in 1978 oh. that she was pregnant with ed's baby and lorraine supposedly a devout catholic mm-hmm. forced her to have an abortion because it would be bad for business it's well documented. It's not just like one little site. It's no, no, documented no. everywhere. Oh, uh, anyway. Mm, okay. Just to, in case you watch a conjuring, you're like, oh, they're so cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So off that topic now. The website says Ed and Lorraine uh, investigated over 100 cases. But Ed and Lorraine used to claim they had been involved in over 10,000 cases. And on one website called Thought, uh, I wish I'd wrote that thought. I don't know what I wrote, but anyway, I'm sorry to the people. Anyway, they did the math. If they did one case a day, that's without taking weekends off or any days off, it would take them 27.3 years Mm -hmm. to do 10,000 cases. Mm -hmm. But as we know, Many cases took days to months, and they wrote books. They had a museum. Ed was a bus driver, which I'm praying wasn't a school bus driver, by the way. 
They had a child to take care of. They had lectures, appearances, and all that. So mm, I'm yeah. going on the 100 cases. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a discrepancy between 100 and 10,000. The, maybe somewhere in between. Maybe it was a maybe, typo. Maybe they just forgot maybe, a couple of, like a zero. Could be. Tony Sparrow, we don't know how accurate he is. Yeah. But we and know where the, to find his website. We sure do. TonySparrow.com. <laughs> the son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> so um the warrens also consulted on the Am on amityville which was be had become a best-selling book by jay anson in 1977 mm -hmm. however much later it has come out that much of that haunting has been debunked oh no i remember no. when they were debunking it all that if you go to that website that i didn't get the right name of it <laughs> okay thought control or whatever it is <laughs> They actually have videos and they have like everything that they said that they could have been a fraud on and Lorraine okay. may have been not as honest as they could have been. Oh, <laughs> I'll put boy. it that way. Yeah. They list everything. Um, okay. I don't want to say they were frauds. I don't want to say they might have stretched the truth. They, this is just what they did and they made money and they had a career and, you know, well, their career took off. Their career took off in a time when, you know, uh, satanic panic and all that was getting big, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even if they only had a hundred clients, I mean, did they solve the problem? I mean, they apparently solved the Raggedy Ann slash um, Annabelle issue. I know. I know. That was a big one. <laughs> that was a big one. Although she could break out of that glass case anytime. I mean, is it really solved? I don't know. I don't know. I'm it's not opening up the mark. case to find out. Oh, Lord have mercy. Me neither. <laughs> the Warrens also claim to have a videotape of a lady in white in the Union Cemetery. However, they only allow people to watch it in their house, and they've never allowed anyone to analyze the tape. Hmm. Okay. It's questionable when nobody's like yeah. if it's, something is real. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. However, Lorraine has had her abilities tested. Mm -hmm. You know how she was said she was clairvoyant, and mm -hmm. it was concluded in the seventies that she was far above av average of most clairvoyants. I believe it. I don't. I mean, anyway, I, I, I do believe it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, that's that's exactly <laughs> the word I was looking for. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and and Lorraine, they considered themselves actually educators. Mm -hmm. They um actually hoped to discourage people from exploring the occult by teaching them about it. Yeah. That's, uh, it's a whole other, like occult has this really bad, you know, um, people think of it as a bad word, but anyway, anything that's otherworldly or what's it called? Um, mystic isn't necessarily bad, you know? Right. Well, they were not, they, they claim they were not occultists. Right. You know, they were investigators, but they were not occultists. They didn't want people going to the dark side of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, they actually, um, they, well, somebody else wrote the book, but it's by them. So it's their life story. It's called The Demonologist by Gerald uh, Brittle, if you want to check it out. Mm -hmm. I say jump to the library and grab it. Mm -hmm. I happen to have found a copy on academia.org for free. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> Yes, you can get that. You can download the PDF of it if you can see I'm reading a PDF. All right. Um, also, Lorraine had a cameo in the original The Conjuring. Oh. She's sitting, yeah. Cool. Because <laughs> um, when she had done, when they were filming The Conjuring, Ed had already passed. Oh. So she was there to uh, make sure that the film was being portrayed right. correctly. Okay. 
Um, also, all throughout the 80s, Lorraine worked with police enforcement on a variety of missing persons cases. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she could have been a complete fraud if she was, you know, working on cases, helping the police. I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's got I, to have been something to it. Who's to say? Who's to mm-hmm. say? I mean, you know, I mean, I happen to believe in all that. So, oh, God, me too. So well, I like to think that, you know, there's a few cases where they tried to pump it up to make a little extra cash or whatever, but I like to think that there's a basis to it, you know? Absolutely. <clears throat> I definitely believe in all that stuff. <laughs> I know. Huh? I just don't want to see it on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Ed died in 2006 at 79 and Lorraine died in 2019 at 92. Um, their occult museum has been closed, I believe, since 2016. Because their home was actually not zoned for a museum. Oh. So they were kind of forced to close. Oh, like it was um, a permit a permit issue. It was a permit issue, right. Oh, boy. Um, so like I said, go to the library and grab the demonologist. It tells of their life story. Or you can, there's a, I didn't have time. I just haven't had any time lately. Amazon Prime has the movie Devil's Road. And that's their life story too. Oh, okay. So I would like to see that, but I just didn't have enough time. Okay. <laughs> you will, so that's you will find that time. I loved that. Oh, good. I really liked it. And I only got a little bit scared. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, but I, I, we laughed I, a lot. I was <laughs> I was glad I surprised you with the Annabelle thing. Because I was like, I got to write this so that she doesn't know. Like, she doesn't figure out. Because if I say Annabelle, you'd know right away. Exactly. Oh, no, that was <laughs> perfect. And I'm so glad that we're slotting this episode in just on uh, a few days before Halloween. Is that right? Yeah. It'll right. Come out right. The, the Thursday, Thursday before. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Oh my god, thank you for making me laugh and and, and learn. <laughs> oh, you learned something? Really? I did. Yeah, well, we learned, I mean, yeah, we learned that his name was Wolverine. Got it. <laughs> we still don't know if his name is Hugh Jackman or or the King of Human. <laughs> anyway, all right, that was amazing. Thank you. And this has been a super fun, spooky season. Thank you because, as yeah. we've said before, I don't really celebrate this you know, hello, I don't know, stuff in general. <laughs> um, no, I definitely, I know I'm a, I do love Christmas. Um, but all the other stuff I don't re- really get that into. So thank you for making this a fun spooky season for me too. And hopefully for our listeners. Yes. Well, my you. pleasure. Happy all Halloween. Right. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. And we hope that we've, with these episodes, we've helped you learn a little bit more about this crazy, crazy, uh, holiday. Did it's you want to say fun something? Holiday. It um, is. No, I was just going to tell them where they could contact us, but you can do that. I can. Yes, you can contact us at, uh, I don't know why we say Facebook, because I don't think anybody contacts us at Facebook. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay. (laughs) So Facebook, but mainly Instagram for the time being at Today We Laughed and Learned, Twitter, Today We Laughed. You can find all of our uh, platforms on Linktree slash Today We Laughed and Learned or Today We Laughed. I I totally missed that. Today We Laughed and Learned. Today We Laughed and Learned. And again, we want to thank everybody who has been rating our episodes and uh, um, starring them and and following us and subscribing and commenting. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, anybody who's thinking about listening to another episode, please continue to uh, show the love. We really appreciate it. You can contact us on Today We Laughed and Learned. No, sorry. Wow. I'm totally messing up. Today We Laughed at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, anything else we need to say, Chris? I don't think so, but I can say, Deb, that mm-hmm. today we definitely laughed. And learned all about, I forget their names. <laughs> <laughs> she learned nothing, people, nothing. But I like to think that people will remember about 
Ed and Lorraine Warren. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, to be Mm -hmm. fair, we were supposed to flip that around. You were supposed to say that we laughed and I was going to answer it. But it doesn't matter. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right. All right. Happy Halloween, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye.